Hey guys, and welcome to another Grayscale Gorilla podcast. Uh, we're here on a Friday today. Uh, not not usually doing this on a Friday, but I, um, you know what, I procrastinated, and uh, this is what happens. Um, I, you know, I did a little bit of procrastination, and I did a little bit of the thing where you say you're going to do something and you do it. And what I, I'll tell you the short version of this, which is, I uh, I, I used to do the podcast. I used to do these live shows almost once a week um, for for a couple years there. Um, and uh, it just kind of fell off, like like things happen. You know, I didn't really keep up with it, uh, like I should have. And I and I thought about it a couple weeks ago, and I said, "Dang it, I like doing that. That's something I enjoy doing. Um, let's get that going again." So I got this, uh, you know, I got this room set up here in the office, and we're going, we're kind of going back. You got got the new mic here, and we and and I don't, and I told myself that I'm just going to do one a week no matter what. Just get into it. No big deal. You don't have to don't have to make it all super special or talk about anything super important. Just get on the microphone, hang out with people that want to want to ask questions and and you know, put it up online and see what happens. And um and uh so I said once a week and usually I do it Fridays or I'm sorry, usually I do it Wednesdays. And uh I am uh it's Friday. So I procrastinated from Wednesday to Friday. Uh but when Friday afternoon came, it's 4.44 right now, which is awesome, 4.44 in Chicago. And uh, when Friday afternoon came and uh, we all started talking about what the heck we're going to do on a Friday, I said, I am not leaving until I do this podcast. So in a way, you could say I procrastinated and pushed it off until the last minute, which I do with a lot of things. But in another way, I guess I could say that I did it, and I'm at least doing it <laughs> once a week. Uh, and, and as long as I do it next week, that's all I could ask. So uh, I'm kind of in the middle here with totally procrastinating and actually doing it. Um, anyway, we got people in the chat room, and uh, we'll get to, to some questions here pretty soon. And um, people catching it live at different time. You know, people are busy on on Wednesdays, and maybe uh, maybe it can actually watch it today. So uh, if you like to see it online, uh, there's really no schedule, as you could tell. It's not like Wednesdays at two or anything like that, like it used to be. The best way to catch it online, uh, for those of you asking, was to um, Basically, subscribe to the Facebook feed for Grayscale Gorilla. I usually put it out on that right before I post or uh, on Twitter. And uh, those two things are usually like, hey, I'm going to do this in an hour, so pop on over. So that's that's that. Um, so usually I don't talk too much about technical stuff, about you know uh, software and tutorial-y stuff, just because it's easier to um, – it's easier to – do that stuff with a screen. It's easier to show with, uh, you know, screen flow or something. With audio, it's a lot more difficult to kind of describe this stuff. But I was uh, just getting this podcast up and running on this Mac Mini here, and I had um, a realization, like I do all the time, when I use a computer that doesn't have a solid state drive, I go, how in the hell can anybody use a computer without a solid state drive? It is so much slower. I mean, out of all the things I've done to speed up a computer in the last dozen years, I mean, I've, I've swapped out processors in, in high school to double the speed. When's the last time you could double the speed of your computer, right? And that, simply getting a solid-state drive has sped up my workflow and, and the way that a computer feels so much. I... Uh, I, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, if you have a laptop, I understand it's you know they're a lot smaller, they're a lot more expensive, but nothing, absolutely nothing, has made such a big difference in in the experience of sitting behind a damn computer than getting a solid state drive. It is so much faster, so much more responsive, and it is 
the computer is waiting, waiting for you on its tippy toes. Imagine, here's the difference. Imagine you have a personal assistant, and this personal assistant has everything at its, uh, you know, in the room, in, in the house where your personal assistant hangs out is everything you, you'll ever need. All your music, all your albums, all your pictures, all your files, all of your software, all of the tools that you use, you know, to do the things you do. Now, your solid state drive is, is, is uh, Hussein Bolt, right? It's, it's the sprinter ready with his tippy toes on the ground with his fingertips on the ground waiting for you to ask him to, to, to grab a tool or to open a file or to mix a metaphor. And as soon as you say, I need this file, Hussein Bolt, the, the gun goes off and he runs as fast as he can to where he needs to go and he picks it up and uh, he brings it back to you. Record. Record speed, right? Fastest guy on earth. A normal drive, comparatively, and you know we all had to grow up with this. Comparatively, it is like Michael Moore on a couch. Honestly, I I cannot. I don't even know. Like the the as soon as I get done with this, I will swap that hard drive. Um, holy crap! I cannot recommend a solid state drive enough. Um, so uh, so I've been so I've been talking about. Um, or I've been showing a lot of my speaking gigs lately. I made a page and kind of tried to organize them for you guys. I think I think you can find them. If you want to see me babble on uh, more about crap, you can go to gracegalgorilla.com slash um, speaking, I think it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type this in here and make sure I'm not an idiot. Speaking. And uh, if you go to gracegalgorilla.com slash speaking, you're going to find a page that's called Sometimes I Talk. And uh, talk I do. I could talk. I uh, Usually it's not a bunch of smart stuff that comes out, but I, I do try to talk. Um, and the first one there is, is one of my uh, one of my favorite presentations I've I've given, and it's called the Creative Gap: Becoming Better Than Most. And um, I uh, it it talks about the idea that um, it talks about the idea that there there's this gap between. There's a gap between where you where you exist as a creative person and where you want to exist as a creative person. So there's in your mind, you can imagine that you want to be a rock star or you want to be a designer or you want to be any one of these things, right? In your mind, you see your heroes. And uh, I got it from uh, this Ira Glass talk. And you can watch the full talk and see kind of more detail. But I got it from this Ira Glass bit where he talks about this gap and, and the difference between it. And he makes the point, which is everybody has that point where you do the first parts of your work that you try to do. And then you compare it to all of, all of your hero's work. You, 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 you talk – you compare it to – the person that you look up to or you compare it to a Hollywood film, right? You make your first short film and you compare it to Jurassic Park or whatever. And it's at that point, he says, that most people kind of give up. They say, well, I'm not very good. These guys are very good. And he says really the only difference or, or what, he, what he finds is that most people that are in the industry and work that do the work that is good, that he respects, are all people that have had that moment and have pushed through it and have tried again to get better. And – you know, everybody has gone through that, I'm sure. Um, but it's the people that don't give up and continue to do it and to continue to work at it that do end up getting better. 
And it's that idea has been sticking in my mind uh, more lately. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of uh, students that uh, that I talk to and people I meet and interns from other studios and all this stuff. And the attitude I get from the ones that I see a year later that don't walk away and that are still in the field, they have they have the idea that they want to get better and they ask the questions in a way that they that they do get better or they try to get better. Um, and I, I'm not sure where this fits in my head. It's mostly rambling right now. But there's the idea that you – there's the first of all, you need the gap. First of all, you need to be able to look at these people and compare yourself to know that you're not good enough yet. If you did not have that comparison and you simply made your first short film and it sucked but you had no comparison and you thought it was great, you have a – very huge problem. You have a big, big problem, which is that you don't need to get better. It's already as good as you tried. Hey, I gave it my best. Um, and it's though, and 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 I think we all know a person like that too, which is they do their early work and they're really um, excited about it. And you should be excited about it, but they're very like, look at how great this is. Um, and 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 it's those people that I that kind of have the opposite problem. They don't give up, right? Um, they don't uh they 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 are they both people are not good in this example so you have the person that is learning and doesn't do as great a work as they want to but they try to be better because they know that that it's not good enough yet then there are the people that do the work and they say this is good enough and they they refuse to get better because they don't need to um and i think those are two very like similar paths that are right next to each other and that have the same symptoms uh, and that that have the same um, work that comes out of these people, but it's all in their it's all the mental side of what 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 they decide to do with the information that they just made their first piece of art or they made their first pot, uh, you know, clay pot, or they made their first um, whatever. Uh, and I find more and more that it's the people that that are a little pessimistic about their work and a little almost a little down on themselves but not enough to where they quit just enough to where they go this is not as pretty as i hoped it would be and this is not as good looking as i hoped it would be and this is not as um as pretty or as perfect or as good as the stuff that i look up to and i want to do that and uh the uh i guess the the idea is to not make it personal it's not to say that you're not good enough um, it's to say that you haven't practiced enough, you know? Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know where all this stuff sits in my head, but it's, it's becoming a thing I'm, I'm, I'm using to try to describe the differences between people that, that do and they don't. There was uh, a podcast, I think it was this week's podcast from, um, from, uh, back to work, um, and uh, which I love, and they talked uh, specifically about this idea, which is like which is like grit, right? Which actually brings us back to this American life again, because that's what they were referencing. But there's this idea of grit that um, be- meaning that it's being smart is not the only. Um, uh, th- these guys were talking about it. Uh, being that being smart is not the only way to uh be successful it's the idea that you need to be smarter you need to to learn whatever but you also need this kind of stick to itiveness this this grit this um you know a lot of things that they tried to call it this idea that you need to um 
know you need to get better and continue to be persistent about getting better. So, uh, yeah, like uh, Mars. Hi, Mars is in the chat room. He's yelling uh, grit and uh, perseverance and character. So, yeah, they're, they're yelling out all these different uh, ways to describe this, this personality trait. But it's uh, as, as you could hear if you listen to the episode, which whatever the most recent one is, it's, uh, it's October 5th here. So find this one. I think it's like episode 86 or 7 of Back to Work. And um, uh, I'll try to get that in the notes, actually. Uh, I've been really bad with notes, so let me write that down. Back to work. Um, and uh, I don't know. It seemed it seemed interesting because this gap thing's been in my head a lot. And then this, this perseverance, you know, grit thing came up on this podcast I really like. And uh, it just got me thinking more about what what it is about the people that do their thing and what it is about the people that don't do their thing and are unhappy about it and i like to i like to figure that stuff out i like i like figuring out um how people get to where they are if they like where they are and and how they think they're going to get to the next place that they want to be and those all sound like really um kind of uh unspecific ideas but for every job and for every human and for everybody in a in a career they are in a certain um they are in a certain uh position in their path that may or may not be where they want to be it may be it may be exactly where they want to be but now they're looking at the next thing uh it may be the thing they thought they may be in the exact place they thought they wanted to be a year ago, but now they're there and they realize this isn't where they want to be and they want to be somewhere else. And there's all those ideas that um, getting from one of those positions to another and 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 for each person is always different. And you always get um, really interesting answers when you start to ask those questions because they're not they're not questions I feel like people ask. Um very often and i'm i'm not sure why i mean that stuff for me is god so interesting to hear um i would love to hear that story from everybody um i've always thought a, a really good I, I i have two things in my head i hope i don't forget one of them but i've always thought a really good part of any like home uh, home sh- home network show like what what am i trying to say like those shows where they show people b- buying their first house or whatever and you know some people have budgets of you know forty thousand dollars. Some people have budgets of like half a million dollars in France or whatever. And I've always thought uh, I've always thought that the best question I want to like the one question I want to ask them is what what do they do? How how do they how do you um, what is your what is your mindset where you want to spend a half a million dollars or can afford to spend a half a million dollars or uh, or 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 thirty or forty thousand dollars. What do you do for a living? What is what is behind this decision in your life? Because the, the the house itself is a house. It's just you know their personal. It's like their personal cloth that they're making for. Um, like a, it's like a custom license plate or whatever. It doesn't matter to me what they get. What matters to me is how they got to that ex- specific point in their life that they they're making this de- decision and and. Uh, I'm sure the 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 HGTV crowd may not be the first ones to want to do like a psychoanalysis of of what what their headspace is or whatever. But that would be the best show to watch for me is to go like, hey, uh, I see you're looking for a house. Now, why are you getting a house? Why now? Why here? And why at this point in your life? You know what I mean? Um, anyway, I don't know that that kind of doesn't make sense as much when it 
pops out of my head as as it does inside my head. And that might be because I'm an idiot. And that might be because uh, I just can't uh, describe what the hell I'm trying to say. But that idea of of change and making a change and why you make a change and what, what pushes you to make a change um, and hearing that story specifically in a long format from people, uh, I just absolutely love. The story of... You know, I went to school for this, and then I decided not to do this, and then I realized that everyone I worked with was an asshole, and then I did this, and then all of a sudden, I got my first camera, got my first computer, got my first uh, guitar, got my first, um, you know, I don't know, whatever it is, and then you realize you want to try to do that, and then eight months later, you meet this person, and then, oh my gosh, and then I, I accidentally run into my old friend from a party that I forgot he was into this, and, and now I uh, interviewed here, and I got my thing, like, all those, all that stuff, um, all of that story from everybody is so interesting to me, especially if they're unhappy, especially if they're in a place and uh, in their in their situation or in their life where they're they're not um, they're not doing exactly what they wanted to do, and they they're not where they thought they would be when they were th- at at the age that they are, um, and not I don't enjoy that because I like you know uh, making fun of or 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 like hearing. Um, like like hearing sad tales i'd rather them be happy but the reason those stories are very interesting is because they made decisions that they thought would put them in the in the right way or they or they didn't and and you can get a lot of insight on how people are you know how hum, humans are by listening to these stories of you know i i wa- really wanted to do this and i knew i wanted to do this my whole life and i did it or i didn't and i took my mom's advice we did this and and those stories are so interesting to me. Um, I love I love hearing that. It's actually one of these ideas in my head where I w- just want to interview people uh, at in different stages of their career, in different careers, uh, you know, and and just have that conversation and try to figure out that path from everybody and and, and try to hopefully find like a centered um, theory on this stuff. And I'm sure it's not the same theory for everybody, and it can't be, but. Uh, it's just too interesting to me. I, I, again, I don't know where um, where this goes uh, as a helpful thing for anybody that's listening. Uh, but that that drives the way that I like talking to people. It drives the way I like doing this stuff and hearing from you guys and and meeting people at uh, you know we just had a big meetup, a big uh, motion graphics meetup in Chicago on Wednesday, and met uh, some interns from a, a studio up the road, you know, um, in from out of the country, you know, and, and, um, and it was, it was great. And, and they, you know, had their story on what they wanted to do and now they're here and now they're interning and now they're working on big projects. And, and, um, I like hearing how that works out for everybody. Um, anyway, so that's that. I mean, where this, where this goes, I don't know. I, uh, but if anything, this is this is the part of the podcast. This is the part of like speaking with people and and hanging out in a room with you guys that I really really enjoy. Um, you know, we all need computers and software and all that stuff to do what we do. And I like talking about all that stuff. Obviously, I have a whole site dedicated to it. And but in these situations, when it's when it's you know kind of um, when it comes to people 
and not computers. My interest is not what hard drive you use other than make sure it's a solid state. But my interest is not in specifically what software you use or what your exact art is, you know, whether you're a musician or an actor or a plumber or uh, an electrician or a fireman or, uh, you know, any one of those jobs. My interest one-on-one is not if you're going to get the new iPhone because I don't care. My interest one-on-one is uh, how how are you and what is your life like to be you and how did you get there and do you like it and do you not and what do you think about? That stuff is so, so exciting to me and I hope that that follows through in this kind of stuff, in these podcasts and whatever, um, because I just love talking about all that crap. Um, holy moly. So, I don't know. What are you guys up to? Um, I got the chat room here, and um, I saw Marzen. Hi, buddy. Good to see you, Mars. Mars is Planet 4 in the chat room. Um, and uh, if you guys have a question, I kind of rambled on there for a bit. Uh, and we'll make it a short one today. I know it's I know it's Friday, but if you guys have a question, you can uh, lo- load it up. What do you guys think of all this stuff? Um, there is, there is, uh, I don't know. It, go go watch go watch that talk I did. It's 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 not my best. Uh, it's not my best talk as far as not saying um and ah uh and and touching my nose all the time like I do. Um, that I really wish I cleaned up for this one because. You know, I kind of start off a little bit more uh, with the with the ums and the ahs and the you knows, but uh, I think it wraps into saying all the things that I that I hope to say to myself if I were able to talk to myself when I started college. It's a lot of the stuff that uh, I've learned through that, and a lot of the stuff that I think makes a lot of sense. Um, uh Brad, you know, Brad's saying in the chat room here that, you know, there's a lot of things he wants to do that he doesn't. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it is hard. There's procrastination is so easy. I started talking at this beginning here about procrastination, about, um, about not doing the podcast on Wednesday, like I said. Um, but I think, I think though that there has to be a deadline and I, and I talk a lot about deadlines and I gave myself a deadline and I said, this week I have to do the podcast and and of course now I'm sitting here uh, late on a Friday um, when I could be you know giving high fives to uh, my workmates and maybe having a beer out there. But you know I'm do- I'm doing what I said I was going to do. So and in, in, like I said at the beginning, in one case it's procrastination, in another case it is tying up this loose end that now will make my weekend a lot better because I got it done and I could do it again next week. Um, uh oh coffee bah, bah, boy oh boy i had too much coffee today um i'm just checking out in the chat room here uh do i have a link for the talk i'm referencing i will i'll put that in show notes which will be um you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes of course and the show notes are at uh, grayscalegorilla.com slash blog and uh if you want to search you can find um uh, just search for podcast and it'll come up and, and you could look at uh and you can look at that. Um, oh boy! And the talk's called uh, "Creative Gap." Uh, all right, podcasting. Yeah, man, I, I I can't live without my podcasts. I um I I got into podcasts when when before iTunes had podcasts. I had to download them by hand and then put them on my iPod and 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 uh, and all that stuff. It was with um. It was with the original um, This Week in uh, Tech, 
with uh, Leo Laporte when they came out with the first episode. I, I loved Leo Laporte. I um, I watched him on uh, Tech TV back in the day, and uh, when I heard he had like a radio show, I was like, yeah, and then it had other people I knew on it, other people I knew from Tech TV on there and, and the whole deal, and I said, uh, I'm going to figure this out, and I downloaded him on my iPod. You know, uh, back when I was a young a young gentleman, and uh, and walked walked to work. Uh, you know, this is like oh, this would have been oh four oh five. Walking, you know, walking to work, uh, downtown Chicago with my podcast, and I thought that was the coolest idea. And they still to this day, from for for over six seven years, they have been the central part of my downtime. Uh, you know, I don't watch movies, I don't really watch TV shows. Um, but podcasts, I you know, I, I must have, I must have eight of or eight to ten of them on, uh, on an on a like weekly basis that I listen to, um, and also audiobooks. You know, just having that, having in my pocket the ability to listen to smart people is amazing to me, and I I do it all the time. Um, I uh, and and it's something I'm way interested in right now is is this idea that 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 anybody you know. There's this there's this idea behind a book, right? That people go and romanticize about books, which is people forever, uh, well, since books were easily printable, have been writing in in these books all the ideas that they've learned up to the point that they write the book, and they put them out for everyone else to learn. And in other words, there's not new ideas. Uh, the, a lot most ideas have have been written down and have been. St- problem solved and been talked about and psychology and, and science and all these things we can learn by picking up a book. And I feel like uh, I feel like books are great and I love books, uh, but I am always more likely I'm in a position where I can't read a book and I'm in a position where I can listen to a book and I can listen to people in a podcast, doing dishes, uh, walking around town, um, on the train, going to work, uh, sitting in my car, a lot of road trips and stuff like that. I seem to always be in a position where I I can um I cannot let my eyes go somewhere else, but I can let my mind go somewhere else. And and these podcasts and the and the books on tape and or you know books on tape is antiquated, but you know podcasts and audio books and and that kind of stuff uh have changed the way I do everything. Um and I uh, I don't expect everybody to specifically listen um you know, specifically listen to the podcast I listen to. But when I recommend that this is such a great way to learn stuff, anything, go go read the freaking Harry Potter or whatever the hell you want to do. But there's so much time in in that in that um, day of yours that you can be learning or at least being entertained by by somebody else. And I, I to me, it's one of the most important things I do. Um, and when I uh, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to make judgment on people that don't do that. Uh, but it, it's um, it's always somebody that you recommend a book to or a or a podcast to, and and they and they don't take the advice, and then they have the same question a year later, and I say, just read this book. I promise it will help. Um, it, it it's it's very um, uh, it's a big part of how I learn stuff. That in the YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> and especially these one minute uh especially these new one minute science videos everyone's writing and illustrating and doing all this they're they're incredible all right um let's see what we got here we got a couple questions we'll wrap it up we'll make it a short one it is friday after all uh let's see here 
uh, Martunes asks, do I find happiness doing work for clients? In my personal experience, this is him talking, in my personal experience, what I want to do is personal work when I decide what to do and where to go. Um, there are there are good things about client work. Um, most of the good things about client work is the money. And uh, a lot of people like client work. And I like client work in the idea that sometimes I like executing other people's ideas. I'm, I'm not great at conceptual stuff. I love it when somebody goes, hey, can you do this and this and this? A friend, you know, anybody. If somebody walks up to me and goes, hey, how would you do this? That's what I, that's what I get off on in, in this kind of industry and in the creative stuff that I do. And Oh, it's just, I mean, screw it. Not even motion graphics and stuff. With music, you know, when when I hear a song I really like, I want to go figure it out. I want to go. I want to go uh, play that song and learn the chords and 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 go do that. If I see a cool thing on TV, I'm gonna go open up After Effects or Cinema and go see if I could figure it out there. Uh, if I saw a cool magic trick, I'd go look up online how they did it and 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 see if I could do it. When I was you know 14, I literally went out and got the book and learned all the magic tricks. That's my approach to. Being able to do creative stuff is the idea that it, that it could exist only if I figured it out, and 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 for client work, that can be a part of it. That can be a part of it. Is they can come to you and say, "Is this possible?" And you go, "Yeah, it's possible. It's going to cost this much because it costs. You know, it's it's just time. You know, uh, this is what it costs. My time is worth this. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a quote up. You know, I'm gonna work for uh, for you know three weeks, and it's gonna cost this much money." But then the rest of that, you know, after all the money and all that stuff set up, hopefully the rest of that is solving that problem. I hate to say solving that problem because it's such like a designer thing to say. But it's it's looking at what they want and seeing if you can produce it like a magic trick with the tools that you have around you and the camera that you have and the and the software that you have and the knowledge that you have and the – and the emotion that you have and all these things, it's, you have all these tools laying around and you look at – and you, and you have to imagine what they want and they have to show you what you, they want. And you have to bundle all this up into a package that hopefully makes them happy and also makes you happy. Um, I think where client work uh, gets weird for me and not weird but gets not as fun for me is when – I have an idea on how I think it should go, and that's what I show them. And then, of course, the the client, because they're a totally different human being and has a different background and has a different, you know, uh, way they grew up and a different set of tastes and a different favorite color and a different favorite movie. And they're like, because of their differences, they look at that thing and they go, "That's not what I hoped for. What I want it to be is different." And that's when client work starts to bum me out because now I'm not doing something because I'm I'm solving an undoable problem now I am you know I it's 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 as if it's as if if they if I could show them what button to click on the mouse that they could do it themselves like two pixels to the left and two pixels to the right and that stuff gets really tedious for me now it's it's an incredibly important part of the process it's incredibly um uh, it's a it's a skill you have to learn if you're going to work with clients. Um, but but I understand the whole like I don't like working with clients thing. Uh, 
it's it's one of the reasons I, I don't do freelance. It's one of the reasons I, I moved away from client work is because of those reasons. Um, you know, because I, I didn't get into this. I did not get into this to make the final product the most perfect, beautiful thing. I enjoy the process of what I do. I enjoy the idea that I'm sitting behind a computer trying to make it look better. And as soon as the process becomes, well, now we have to work all weekend because uh, because of a, a thing that somebody else wants. work and stop being a baby about it but by I can, I seem to not be able to train my brain to do that um, I it shuts off in the worst way and I I turn into a uh, a, a, a three-year-old with, a, with, with with his arms folded sitting in a pouting uh, when that happens too much and I know that about me I know that about me um, oh yeah, F word. I shouldn't say the F word. I'm going to get an explicit on the podcast. I think you could drop one a year and I have to maybe go clean that up. Oh man. Now I got a marker. Oh man. Now I got a marker and F bomb. Let's see. Uh, how do you do markers in garage band? Anyway, 39 ish, 38. All right. 38. Uh, we'll see it. We'll see if that works anyway, not to get off track, but client work for me has, um, has been rewarding a lot of the my favorite stuff I've done um you know the 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 Conan O'Brien thing that was only up for <laughs> a few months uh was one of my favorite things to work on and 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 to concept and to help shoot and to do my like it was it was the perfect thing um and uh and, and you know what there weren't too many changes either so uh maybe that was part of it but um yeah clients you have to build that you have to build that idea that in the end it's their money and you have to go do it and it doesn't matter what you want um for the most part um uh and and then, and that that gets tricky too because you know they're hiring you to do your job and all the other stuff but uh clients you know that's another thing everybody has a lot of negative things to say about clients but there's so many positive things too like i said mostly that clients fund your your um career in this stuff uh, for for the most part so um just know where you stand with clients know what you can accept and know what you can't um i can i can accept doing silly work from the start if the idea is that hey this is kind of a crappy you know uh, i don't want to call out a brand like local car commercial or whatever right you know it's a crappy local car commercial we're going to film a guy yelling at the cars and we got to throw his like like spin his logo up like a newspaper in the in the in the 40s you know we go spin his logo up and then there's going to be a jingle at the end and and you know like whatever crappy thing if i knew it was crap from from the beginning uh, that's great. That's fine. You know what? I'm gonna crank. I'm gonna crank the built to spill, uh, and 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 kind of rock my way through this this animation. But it's when a beautiful piece can get cut down by a client is when it really gets frustrating for me. It gets really frustrating. Um. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. I think. Um, let me see if I could grab one more question. I know there's some from back back earlier. Let me see if I could scroll back a little bit and see what's going on. Um, we have a well, you know, some there's there seems to be a lot of people talking about pricing. I've talked about 
pricing yourself before. I think I have a blog post on it. I um, Pricing is one of those things that is impossible to talk about. Uh, and it's, it's impossible to give you a real number because it's like – it's like telling you what your favorite song should be, and it's like telling you what your favorite type of ice cream is. Um, it's just it's it's not up to me. It's up to you. Uh, that number is up to you. It's up to where you live. It's up to where you your skills are. Uh, it's up to what your clients think you are worth. It's up to what people will pay. It's what it's up to what people can pay and will will can afford to pay. What their brain is ready to pay for. It's up to the market. It's up to your your position. It's up to exactly what you do. You know, if you're an animator or you're you're um, you're uh, illustrator or you're a designer, your web, like whatever, like all there is absolutely no way I could tell you what that number is. It is exactly like telling you what your favorite band has to be. Um, it is a process that you need to go through. Now there's some ton of great articles on it, um, out there to, to help you kind of get into that mode of, of charging for what you're worth. But as a rule, I would say you're probably worth more than you think. Uh, with again, this is why it gets so stupid talking about this stuff because there are no numbers. I cannot, I cannot make, I cannot uh, tell you. And even somebody's asking my numbers. My numbers don't matter. Just like me telling you what what my um, experiences or my favorite band or my favorite movie. My numbers don't affect your numbers, and that's the whole issue. Uh, and that's why this gets really like um, psychological. Uh, when you start to talk about this stuff, because there is, uh, because there is no reference point, so you are your own unique snowflake in this point. Now, what you can do is go find somebody that is similar to you in in a similar situation, in a similar town, in a similar field, and a similar age, and a similar talent, and a similar all that stuff. As close as you can, find you and ask them, and see if you can have an honest conversation about those numbers. Um, then you can start to get a ballpark. Then you can get start to get an idea. But then you know what? Maybe not. Maybe when they show up, they're you know super friendly and they're you know high five and everybody and they they bring donuts to work right and they've they've built their relationship in a personal level where they can afford to charge whatever. And you know what? You don't, and that's fine. You know, you show up with your headphones and you do your job and you go home. Um, but it's those exact reasons why it's really hard to dial dial in a number. The reason I say, the reason I say it's hard to, um, the reason I say you're you're probably worth more than than you think is that, especially starting off, it's really um, it's really easy to uh, underprice yourself. And to continue to underprice yourself, you find a comfortable number that people are worth paying for, and three years later, it hasn't gone up. Or you know, you're, especially if you're in a salary position. You know, uh, I knew, you know, more talented designers and animators than 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 me than I. I guess I don't know than than uh, talent wise and personality wise. And you know what? Hell, looks wise, they had the package right. Uh, they 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 had it all figured out, and they were really talented. The whole deal, and they they were not getting paid as much for whatever reason. Uh, they they didn't ask for the raise. They didn't think they were worth it. They were lucky to have the job. Like there's a lot of reasons people stay with the amount of money that they have, and just have a very 
honest conversation with as many people as you can in your peer group, you know, get people to talk about numbers, talk about your number, talk and, and find people that are in your similar situation and talk to them about what that is. Um, and make sure they're, again, as close to your peer level and start to get a ballpark of what everyone's making. Now, you could be worth $200,000, but if you're working at a place that will not pay more than sixty, um, then there's not a lot you can do other than ask and they say no and you have to go somewhere else. So uh, that, that feels like a discussion where I have to, you know, kind of maybe, maybe, maybe that's something we could really have a, a, big, a bigger discussion about in an intelligent way where I could make some notes and maybe, you know, get people involved and, and start talking real numbers with real people. Again, it's really tricky because it, it almost doesn't matter what, what the numbers are. What matters is where you are, where you want to be and, and how you get there. Right. Just like I asked before, it's everyone's specific story is different and everyone's specific numbers are different and how much they want to work is different and where they want to work and what their skills are. Uh, Think of it this way. If you think you're worth, uh, if you think you're worth a lot, but you're, uh, let's say something that there's a lot of, like a street photographer, right? Everyone's a street photographer now. And you go out and try to market yourself as another street photographer, and you don't have the portfolio to back it up. You don't have the clients to back it up. You don't have anything there, and you throw out a number that you think it's worth it. Um, It's kind of like saying that that baseball card is worth $10,000, well, you could put a sticker on whatever thing you – I could put a sticker on on you know the bottom of my shoe and call and say you know my, the bottom of my shoe is worth $10,000. But it's, it's not worth $10,000 until my, my, my shoe has been purchased for that price. Up till then, it's just a guess. It's just a number. It's just um, a random guess. Until, until both sides agree to that number, you don't know what you're worth. You could say you're worth a thousand, but if only people are only willing to pay a hundred, you know, then, 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 you know, you're at your top, you're the top of your angle. Maybe that's the way, you know, I, I kind of was talking around in circles there for a second, but I think it makes sense to me now. If you ask for more than you're worth or that you, uh, I'm sure, I'm sorry. If you ask for more than you are currently making and they say, no, and and they move back down consistently with different clients, you may actually figure out that that is kind of what you're worth. You're worth around this number. But if you can if you consistently ask for whatever per hour and and everybody lines up to say, "Hell yeah, I'll I'll pay you that much per per hour forever." Well, then you may be undercharging quite a bit. Right? Does that make sense? If nobody's saying, "Uh, that's a little bit more than I wanted to spend," you're doing it wrong right i hope that i hope that came across um so you know next time you have a new client bump the number up the worst thing that can happen is is well the the absolute worst thing that that can happen is they're gonna go holy crap that is too expensive and you're a jerk and i hate you and they tweet about it and they say this person's trying to charge way over their limit and uh and that's possibility but i highly doubt that happens. I've never heard of that happening. I've never seen that happening. Um, what's probably going to happen is they're going to go, uh, you know, it's a little bit higher than our budget and, you know, this and that. And, you know, maybe what about this? And they'll drop it 20% like they, like everybody does. And now, so you asked for 30% more, but they only dropped it 20% down. Where, where are you? Maybe ahead. Um, uh, these are all, these are all 
maybe situations. All of this. All of this is a maybe and a try. It's just, it's just a new thing in the tool belt to try to, to make sure that you are figuring out exactly what you're worth. Um, and again, it's different for everybody. So uh, I know I, I know I just said it's different for everybody and there's no way to answer that. And then I continued to try to answer it. But hopefully in there somewhere makes some sense of, of trying to figure out that number. So talk to your peers, raise your price, um, and see where you sit. And be honest with yourself. Are you as good as this person that is charging this much? Are you better than them? Are, do, are they bringing something else to the table that you don't have personality-wise or client-wise or you know, uh, um, uh, magic trick-wise or you – know, you, do you know what I'm saying? Like really be honest with yourself and be comfortable with, with where you sit in that in that land. It doesn't mean you have to stick to where you are. It just maybe it means that uh, you thought you wanted to go do this for this amount of money and you realized you may be better off going and doing this for uh, more or less and having more free time. I don't know. Everything's everything's dependent on everything. God damn it. I'm talking too much. I don't know. GD. Can I GD on a podcast? I think I could GD on a podcast. All right. Holy moly. Um, that is... Uh, that is a podcast. That's uh, that's that's for sure. Hopefully, I'll do um, as this goes on, less talking about a, a podcast and more doing one. Uh, it gets really meta sometimes on 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 this microphone, and I apologize to you guys about basically talking about not doing a podcast or doing one or maybe continuing. And uh, I'd like to move the heck away from that as this goes and talk more about that kind of stuff, uh, whatever's going on, um, whatever stuff I'm trying to learn about about this because like I said uh how people do their how people do their job and how they got there and why they got there and if they like it is is so uh appealing to me and I hope to continue to share that stuff so anyway thank you guys for uh or uh listening and I'll see you in another episode or whatever the heck they call this thing real soon have a good weekend have a good week and bye everybody